Hello and welcome to our podcast, What's in Your Story Bag, where we peep into people's lives, their experiences, memories and dreams, bringing out stories that are worth sharing. I am Rutuparna Ghosh, your host and founder of Your Story Bag, a storytelling training and consulting company helping our listeners harness the power of stories. For our inaugural set of episodes, we joined Bombay Chambers of Commerce as digital storytelling partner for their communications conclave in Mumbai. The conclave was titled Breaking Silos, where we talked about the convergence of people, power, purpose in dynamic times. This episode was recorded at the venue in a fireside chat format, where I spoke to Dr. Bhaskar Das, Group President, Republic TV Network. Dr. Das, in this chat with me, gives me a sneak peek into the story that almost every organization lives today. One that has millennials in the team, thereby creating some obvious silos, and where organizational values and purpose are ambiguous. Dr. Das believes that silos are not bad. As long as you communicate what you do and why you do, the silos can be managed. Moreover, he says that storytelling in an organization should be like drip irrigation. What does he mean by that? Listen in to know more. Uh, thank you, Dr. Bhaskar Das, for joining me on the, this podcast. It's called What's in Your Story Bag? So like you mentioned on, on the dais that you've been in the business of running brands and running media organizations for 39 years. Did I hear that right? Yeah. Yes. And uh, so therefore, there are lots of stories in your bag. Um, the first thing that I want to ask is, you mentioned that uh, we were talking about brand and purpose for a company. When you have uh, when you have an organization where there are silos, how do silos impact a brand purpose? See, I think first I would like to mention silos per se are not bad. Hmm. If you look at it from the time management processes have come, for discipline, for focus, for structuring silos have worked. But over a period of time, post-industrial revolution and now, of course, in the whole digital world, it is borderless, boundaryless organization. And it is increasingly important that when you face an external challenge, you need to work together. One of the points I mentioned is about data diversity. Because when you are facing the consumer, consumer is platform agnostic, but organization is still function rigid. So they need to collaborate to cross-pollinate diverse data points to get a homogeneous insight. I think this is where the changing times difference have happened that silos can actually affect your performance because the response time to the consumer becomes more. Consumer today is, is involved in solid activism. They can criticize you. You have to respond, your social listening capabilities have to be improved. Then it excites your employees, it creates an engage, engaging workplace. And finally, of course, the millennials, as everyone talked about, in the first time there is a clash of civilization. That inside an organization, say for instance, a person like I am working, and there is a post 98 born is also working. So if you look at, there are multiple age cohorts, and these age cohorts are influenced by their life experience. So. This time I was checking with first-time voters. They have not heard about Babri Masjid problem, Kashmir problem. They have no idea. So I just wanted to tell you that. And we have grown up with that. Naxalite problem, we have grown up with that. So changing time. So in the same 
workplace uh, environment there are five six different age cohorts how to manage them right. uh, seamlessly that's the key challenge for a corporation to live by what they want to communicate as mission I mean, I'd like to just take off from where you where you ended. You talked about having millennials in a workforce, having different age groups, age brackets, and therefore age by itself could be a silo uh, within an organization. And then we're talking about a brand purpose, a brand mission, uh, which we also talk that it's good to have, but there is a disconnect. There is a visible disconnect. Uh, how do you really communicate a brand's purpose to people of all different age groups so that everybody understands where we are going, what are we doing? Why are we doing it? And how can I possibly live up to that brand purpose? See, I know these are all semantics or jargons, but suppose I cut it down to one. You know, values are timeless. Purposes get changed, so you can be value-driven, purpose-led. Purposes change depending on the corporate objective, competitive market scenario. If the values remain same, say, say for instance, honesty is a value. Right. Uh, if you talk about, so whether it's my grandparent, grandparents' time today, if you say, oh, no, that honesty can be adjusted by paying a bribe to a, to police, for instance. So it has been adjusted. But for a corporation, suppose what is the value? You have to do something socially relevant, environmentally relevant, and it is all the more relevant today because of the fact that today multiple forces are there. And most importantly today, you don't have to declare everything. Handsome is what handsome does. Mm. People realize that, okay, this company is different. They are responsible. And, uh, and you know, in, in today, you must have heard about it being a journalist, that there is paid media, owned media, and earned media. Right. I call it poem. Yeah. <laughs> paid and owned, you have controlled. Earned media, you have no control. The genie is out of the bag yeah. the moment you communicate. Yeah. So you need not communicate. When you do it, your employee will start talking about it. And that C2C conversation, that's consumer to consumer conversation, today is more important than B2C and B2B. That's what created virality. And the consumer activism and power has gone so much. Only one consumer can take on a corporation. Mm. And there are examples galore, whether it is whether it is United Airlines, whether it is Jet Airways, whether it is Indigo or whatever. But I've seen that it is across the board that today consumers power now the critical challenge is who is the real enemy is it a competitor is it a genuine grievance holding customer is it just trolling is it just an agenda so today first time for any business and or marketer you don't know where is your enemy it's exactly right. like terrorists right. you don't know where is your enemy and so it is not about declaring your mission statement or your purpose. Mm. Fact remains, as I explained on the dais, is that why do you do what you do? Right. Once that thing comes out, in every day, every philosophy, every uh, division of the company, it will come out. The logic of business is creation of customer, which I've been told by Peter Drucker mm. many years back. It's still true. Only thing now, previously customer was passive, today she is active. And she has a voice. Right. That's it. So I have a feeling the, the I, I am very confident about it. It's, it is about storytelling, no doubt. But fact remains, you have to walk the walk. Right. Once you walk the walk, 
stories get deducted, you don't have to declare. You yeah. always think, how do you communicate? How do you communicate? Just communicate and communicate and communicate. Hmm. Could you give me a story about uh, any brand, any company, which like you said that paid and earned, paid and owned can be looked after. That's that's one. But earned media, where a corporate or a brand or any other organization where they actually earned the media coverage based on the value that they were creating. See, it goes from action to action. In one action, you can get a positive feedback. Another action, you can get a negative. Say, for instance, I still remember we grew up with Maggie. They faced a challenge. They combated it by engaging with the customer. Ashirvadatta faced it. They combated by so remaining engaged. Today, J and J is facing this problem that baby powder causes cancer or diapers creating some problem. So what I'm trying to say that today some of them, some of these are fictitious. So you have to go to the court and fight. Combi flum causes cancer. So the company fought. It takes seven, eight months to counter. Now, how do you earn media you cannot control? There is no prescribed way to operate it mm. apart from being real, being genuine. And in one sentence, if I say that the purpose needs to be noble and slightly higher order. Purpose, if you say, I'm not telling profit is bad, you have to generate shareholder wealth, what for otherwise you're wasting scarce resources. But can you make an objective and outcome? Outcome is the profit. Objective is that slightly higher purpose. The impact of that higher purpose, it energizes everyone in the organization. And higher purpose, when you live by, you don't have to do anything. Right. People will say, wow, what an organization. And I always used to feel Lego's corporate statement is so nice. It's a long statement, but fundamentally I know that they talk about unleashing the creativity of young minds to multiple possibilities. This is the crux of the issue. Now, if you read uh, other companies' purpose is also they are great. Problem is how to live by when you have a short-term objective of generating surplus and long-term objective to achieve it because if you are a listed company or value creation company, you, uh, you um, tend to ignore. So how do you balance a telescopic view with a microscopic view? Mm. Microscopic is important, but telescopic is also equally important because an organization's biggest asset is that business process continuity. The business has to go on for ages right. and uh, there are 100 year old plus companies who are there. If you go to Tom Peters in search of excellence, the 500 companies I think 90% are dead mm. in spite of all purpose, mission statement and vision statement. So it's not just a one one time intervention, it's you have to keep walking, sustained. sustained yes. And today since consumer activism, even one guy can take on the corporation. So what is most important is like drip irrigation, Israeli drip irrigation. Right. You have to continue to do it because Absolutely. anytime digital assassination can happen. Right. So the objective is to go on continuously creating stories in a sustained manner. Right. So it's not it's, one it's of... It's also a building a culture yeah. around it so that it yes. seeps Well, oh, That's such an important point I can tell you, Parama, is that, uh, is the, is that um, culture can eat strategy in the breakfast. Mm. And culture is so important because 
diverse people, diverse background is ultimately culture both internally and externally Absolutely. to balance. Yeah. So I think uh, it is very important and the more diverse the, popula- the, 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 the population in, in an organization, cultural homogeneity maintenance is very difficult. Right. How do you do it? When a company takes over another company, how do you do it? The biggest challenge is the cultural amalgamation. Absolutely. How do you do it? Because people have, are ultimately human beings. They have their insecurities, they have their challenges. So increasingly when life becomes complex, your external comes into internal. Mm-hmm. Your personal comes into yes. in the office. And that's, where, and that's where if you don't uh, build an ecosystem where you're addressing the culture, or you, where you're building a culture, the silos will come in and therefore your whole brand purpose uh, is going to be diluted see, or lost. See, simple, I'm giving one simple example. To my mind, 50% of the cognitive surplus is left out in this country because women are not in the workforce and their talent is not being utilized. Everyone is saying, please see how many board members are there. It's a classic example, you don't walk the walk. And in this country, perhaps throughout the world also, perhaps in a greater extent, those assets are not being even tapped. They say they are housewife, which I strongly object. What do you mean by that? I said they are actually domestic engineers. Do you think I am successful? My wife is not managing things. And how boring it is. You want to try it out? Stay five years without any promotion and increment. For what? So I have a feeling that we are leveraging only 50% of the capability of people. And that's another kind of a silo within an organization. You have only men doing certain functions or, or growing and you don't have women and exp- beyond and exploitation. exploitation. You don't have women beyond a certain level. Right. I have a personal story on that, but then for that we need to sit and talk another day. Thank you so much, Dr. Bhaskar, and uh, for talking to me and sharing this useful insight. And I'm sure the ones listening to this podcast will also come back to you with more stories. I think, the, I think you should write a book. I'm grateful for your kind words, but... See, life is a journey, I observe, I conclude, but at the same time, for me, nothing is an end, everything is a bend and it just goes on. So I'm not telling anything in a deterministic and finalist manner. At this juncture, this is happening tomorrow, I'm a new person. That's wonderful, that's a lovely way of taking your life from day to day. Thank you so much. Thank you.